quick shout out to Nest Sopery. Robin, CEO, has messaged me recently for all US clientele that listen to this podcast. Hello, by the way. Absolute Bedlam code at discount. All one word, no space. 15% off your total order at checkout. So Absolute Bedlam. All one word, no space. Check it out. Check out the website, nestsopery.com. Powered by Shopify. All the latest payment options are available there. And uh, constantly updating the codes, the products, the designs, all of the lovely swirls. Some monochrome soap on their website at the moment. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And back to the episode. Bye. Two Lasses Spirits www.twolassespirits.co.uk Feel free to check out the episode that I did with them in Season 9. I think it's Season 9, Episode 8. Use code BEDLAM10 at checkout for discount, 10%. And uh, shout out to Lindsay and Rebecca from Two Lasses Spirits for hooking me up with the bottle. The nicest, smoothest rum I've ever tried in my entire life. And I'm not just saying that to sell bottles. It's genuinely really nice. So yeah, check it out. www.twolassesspirits.co.uk And uh, shout out. So yeah, cheers guys. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Talking about topics and stuff. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam podcast. Who? What? Where? Why? Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam podcast. Feeling a little bit out of practice. It's been two weeks and I've had a bit of a break and uh, back at it. Trying to keep the energy up. You know how we do it over at ABP. And I've got a pretty cool guest who uh, MC Lars hooked me up with and said, uh, Ben, I need to call in a favour. Can you uh, yeah. check your schedule? Because yeah. currently I'm booked until March next year. So I thought, you know, wow. go on then, uh, go on <laughs> then MC, cool. I'll uh, sort you out. So yeah, here we go. So we got Sean, aka yes. Cowboy Coda. Cowboy. Yes, sir. So how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm I'm super excited. I've been going through. I've been looking at your the podcast, man. You've got some great content out there. I was just listening to the MC Lars podcast that you guys did back yeah, nine months or so ago. Fantastic stuff, man. But I love what you're doing, and I really appreciate you having me on. No problem. It's great to be here. It's all good. Yeah. MC Lars seems like a constant tree of network. Yeah, yeah he's, he's amazing. Yeah, he yeah. he definitely has his pulse on everything. I thought it was cool, kind of how like I, I got to watch some of the Brendan mm-hmm. uh, podcast too from Weedus, and how MC Lars and him are kind of connected too. He is yeah, like yeah. he's got connections everywhere, Absolutely. and it's cool that that he can collaborate with so many different people. Yeah. When Weetus followed me on Twitter, that was the moment where I was like, I need to put this down for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, basically. That's my life. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Fantastic. Right, so let's start at the beginning. Sure. So, Cowboy Coda, how was high school for you? High school for me was, you know, I, I, I certainly had my 
teenage angst years going through there. But musically, I was in a I was in a cover band for most of high school. I loved it. Uh, it was like the coolest thing. We did a lot of uh, like old school covers of the Cults, some U2, some Rush. Getty, you know, loved Getty Lee. Uh, but yeah, high school for me was was pretty cool uh, in that sense, uh, at least musically. Uh, I it was I grew up in El Paso, so it was like. Uh, it was kind of a strange, like edge edge of the earth type of experience, mm. because you're so isolated out there. But everyone that I interacted with out there, I, always, I have good memories of. So that's always good. Can you yeah. disclose the naughtiest thing that you did at high school? The biggest trouble you got into? Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, it, this is kind of funny. Me, me. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get busted for that. Hopefully, the Statue of Limitations is gone on this. Love it. Love it. Uh, we went into we went into the boys' bathroom one time, and you know we we're all we we're smoking in there, and we're like, "Hey, man, what if we put like a little wick on uh, the toilet seat?" And, and we were just playing around, and it kind of like took off, and it like ignited, and we we're like, "Oh my gosh!" And, like we ran out, and and you know hit the fire alarm, and got to see all the chaos evolve, and we're and we we're just like sitting around like man how did that happen i don't know <laughs> Jeez. yeah yeah Plain <laughs> so it's like one of yeah. those one of those smoking in the boys room kind of stories <laughs> yeah yeah fantastic yeah awesome. so from high school you obviously got into the workforce yes. um something yeah. that's a through thread of your life and your character on stage is working in it Right. So when did you start working in IT and when did you decide that it was going to be your career path? Yeah, so I started doing that. Uh, I've always kind of been involved with it. Even when I was like it, in elementary school, I was always tinkering with computers, always like kind of coding and I always like to hack things, you know. Mm. Um, but professionally, I didn't get into it till after university. Um, I went for my graduate degree in information systems and that's when I really that's when my career really took off because I got into consulting I went into a bunch of startups in Austin Texas and then I went independent so I'm an independent consultant now and I just love it uh, it's it's great to be creative what I love what I love about it is like it's technically challenging so there's this intellectual element to it but there's also there's always an artistic component to coding where you have to be really creative to to solve some of the really hard problems that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. That obviously segues nicely into your single Code Rage. Yeah. I've just listened yeah, to it absolutely. now. Yeah, absolutely. So All right. Bit of a a short concise little flavor of a Cowboy Coder. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite a catchy little number. And I've just checked yeah, out, as you've you. seen on your Twitter DMs, I've checked out that um, uh -huh. new one that you just dropped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cowboy Coding, is that what it's called? Cowboy Coding, yeah, yeah. So that's all That's all about the, the philosophy of Cowboy Coding, which is... it. It There's a lot of like weird connotations about it in the IT world, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people might say that Cowboy Coders are come in and they're reckless and they just do you know, they screw up stuff mm. or, you know, it's basically code fast and break stuff, right? Like, which surprisingly sometimes can be valuable. Yeah. But, 
but what I really, what, the way I view it is more like you have creative autonomy uh, as, when you're cowboy coding because, and, and the agile methodology, which is something mm. that's really kind of taken on yeah. a lot in the IT world, is kind of embracing that idea of like empower the coders to drive the value and the innovation yeah. of a system. And when you do that, like some remarkable things can happen. And so like that's 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 what I kind of wanted to encapsulate there. I, I, I do kind of go out on the extreme edges of like, yeah, I'm just going to like throw it in production, not test it and yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, yeah. because that's the funny side of it. And so I wanted to have like some flavors in there that were kind of like yeah. poking fun of it. But really philosophically, I think it's it's a great idea to like empower coders to, you know, create value and innovation from that angle because it you know previously in the traditional world it was always the other way around here's the requirements make it happen you know or here's you know here's the design mm. implement this and it's like what like yeah. a lot of times when that happens when you throw it you know that's that's the old waterfall approach that they would talk about you throw it yeah, over yeah. the wall give it to the engineers and the engineers are like this doesn't make any sense and they're yeah. like just look you go to the spec right yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. you get a lot of systems that are clunky and don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Yeah. So you mentioned UAT in the Cowboy Coding song. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, in the song uh, Code Rage, yes. who wrote and played the instruments for the song? Oh, that's that's a great question. So I came up with uh, the chord progression, the melodies, and uh, yeah, the chord chord progression, melodies, lyrics. That was all me. Um, Richard, who was also the, the producer on there, he kind of did a lot of the sound mixing for us. But yeah, I'm so glad you caught that because he did the live bass and drums yeah. on there, and it sounds so cool, right? The like you don't usually so hear that clean. anymore. It's yeah, yeah it's and, so and I was like, man, that's cool. That's exactly what I wanted in there. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he did a great job with the bass and drums on that song. And yeah, I feel like I have my own my own band, you know. Nice. <laughs> nice. But it. yeah, yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you noticed that. Not many people are, are that astute to know, like, hey, mm. wait a minute, there's something going on here with this composition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all live. It's all live drums and all live bass. Yeah. So it's like really cool that that was mixed in there. I'm a bit biased, but I'm a sucker for a good bass tone because I've been yeah, playing yeah. on and off for like 12 years. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, how did you meet MC Lars? Was it through the Lit Hot Academy, Lit Hop Academy, or was it through a mutual friend, or sort of how did that yeah. come around and how's that going now? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, my girlfriend went to college with him out in Stanford, out in the Bay Area, and we've always like kept in touch. Every time he would come into Austin, you know, we'd he'd sleep on my girlfriend's couch, or you know, he he would be at a show or after the show, and we would yeah. just always go hang out. It was always so cool to like get to get to hang out with him. He's such a smart guy, and he's witty, and he's he's fun got a great vibe about him but yeah that's that's pretty much how that connection happened and what happened with like how did i get into musical collaboration was he came it was february of 2020 so he came down to empire control 
in Austin, Texas, a great venue, downtown Austin. I went there, we were talking to him before the show and I was just like, man, it'd be great if we could do like some musical collaboration. I kind of want to get back into it. And then of course we all know what happened <laughs> yeah. after that, like COVID came and like turned everyone's world upside down. And that kind of was a, actually a good catalyst um, mm. for me to get like more engaged with him in and then he yeah and he was spinning up lit hop academy at the time he's like hey why don't you why don't you come in and like be one of my students in lit hop and and we can kind of work the collaboration through that route and that worked out great because you know i i always struggled with originals you know like when i was in my cover band it was like it was cool because you're like doing stuff that's tried and true and people already know it but I tried, I tried back in high school to write originals and it was so challenging. I, I don't know if it was like a mental block or whatever, mm. but then when I hooked up with, with Lars, it was, it just kind of came naturally. And he's such a great like teacher and mentor. Mm. Like I never really got much into hip hop until I started collaborating with, with Lars. Yeah. And I started to see the value of rhythm and lyrics and how those can become foundational for any song yeah and he kind of like steered me down that path and it was like the light bulb moment of like mm. oh yeah the rhythm and the lyrics if those two are in sync like the whole song can like just evolve from around there i always did it the opposite ray i came from here's my melody i want some lyrics to fit and it it, mm. it just it's really challenging to do it that way yeah that's interesting uh, i've always yeah. been very good at coming up with a riff but it's yeah. then up to the people around me in my band. I couldn't be so though. I just I don't have the the brain for it. It's up to them right. to provide me with the glue, and then we can right. bridge the riffs together. Bridge it together, yeah. So I've got yeah. a ton of random riffs on bass, but yeah. I need someone to come around and put right. it all together. And I, bet, I, can I bet I bet Lars. Yeah. If you get it, if you ever hook up with Lars on yeah, a yeah. lid hop or something. Uh, because he's he's just he's he's amazing at like he yeah. can see where people's strengths are you know mm. and he can like tap into that and that was 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 really cool on lit hop there were a lot of songs where i would come up with like some of the foundational pieces like uh the chord progression and and some of the basic beats uh and i would kind of like here's here's my demo and then if he had time which he most most of the time he did he would turn around and give me a demo that he would bring to the table and it would give me such a, a new perspective on on a lot of the songs mm. i was like wow you know like that's that's mm. really it's gone in a direction where i was like i couldn't believe like the rough demo i would give him and then he would elevate it to the next level and yeah. then i'd come back and elevate again and so to me like that was the coolest thing about the musical collaboration because it was like hmm. he would bring all of his wisdom and insight from his years in the music industry and he could instantly take a super rough demo and make it something i'm like man we could press that right now like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know like he's he's really great that way yeah so speaking of mr lars what involvement yes, did you have within the blockchain planet album project yeah yeah so i did i did produce that with him as well um i i helped out on a couple of the songs on there and i, I did it i did help with i was intricately involved with 
the blockchain. And so a lot of the technical stuff, like yeah. I would help him with that. And then there's a song actually on the album called ADA AMA, yeah. which is all about Charles Hoskinson and the AMAs that he does on YouTube. Yeah. And that I, I was intricately involved with that song. And I'm actually, I play guitar on that song and I do the vocals, back background vocals on that song. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was, a, that was a really, I was so excited when he told me that he was going to yeah. do a blockchain based album. I was like, that's so cool. And I, I felt really privileged to be involved in it. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, that was kind of, that was another piece of the puzzle. Um, yeah where we kind of got engaged mm -hmm. on a on a musical journey together yeah and yeah. then once i saw that i was like i could i could go forward and do my own album and mm. so he kind of inspired me in that way yeah blockchain planet was the first album that i've received for free as oh, wow. part of podcast research oh and i endlessly thanked him for that because there's a lot of people out there that are like oh we've got a new single coming out but you'll hear it when it comes out as opposed yeah. to when the interview is yeah um, yeah and i was like i can't really like i, I need to talk about the themes and stuff yeah you know, for me to get absolutely out of you but yeah um, and to bring yeah. to bring the insight like you you just did with code rage right like yeah, yeah. you can you can pick up musical composition notes that yeah. are interesting to talk about yeah favorite cool. song on blockchain planets yeah um it probably is Blockchain Planet, even though even though yeah. ADA AMA is dear to my heart. Course, uh, I yeah. like Blockchain Planet because it's, I don't know, it's just like this pounding song. I got to do that live with him on stage as well, and that was like, that was a really cool song to do together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's probably, that's probably what I would pick. I think Mendocino's Burning was quite a nice little... Uh, that's a good one too yeah that's cool i like that and the bit towards the yeah. end where they're like is this even about blockchain they were about yeah yeah, yeah. Is, this, this, is this just real life where everyone's got the money and we haven't got the money yeah sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah shout out to mc lars any signs of a us slash uk tour uh i hope i can come back i just i was just there with him back in may of this year uh and that was so much fun. I got to do my musical debut at, in Glasgow mm. at King King Tut's Wawa. Okay. A great venue, great venue. And um, yeah, if I could get the chance to go back, I absolutely will do that. Um, and, and it would be fun to do it with Lars if I mm. can. And I think he's going to – I know he's got some stuff coming out next, next year. Yeah. And I think he's going to slate some UK dates. So that would be really cool. Love that. It's got to keep going. Fantastic. Yeah. R Drive. I've yes. recently seen that you've been tweeting about it and you've been retweeting stuff. So yeah. what's your current involvement with R Drive? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So as you may or may not know, uh, MC Lars is also a creative director mm. for R Drive. And so what we've been doing is we've been doing a lot of how-to videos and they're mm. very technical and so one of the things that we're doing is it's called the command line interface and it helps people to kind of like if you wanted to automate some things to integrate with our drive and there's also features that are not currently available on the web mm. that are available through the cli 
Mm. So essentially, it's like you know putting metadata on your content and stuff. Yeah. And and R Drive and R Weave are they're amazing tools. So they're decentralized storage. Yeah. Um, so and you can have public and private versions of that. So that's kind of we're kind of like helping to educate it in a fun way. It's kind of edutainment, if you will. Like we're trying to make some videos that are very entertaining that hopefully people will get because it's, it's very dry material right when you're trying to tell people like yeah. here's how you can put some metadata on your files on the, you know, yeah, the blockchain yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's, it's good stuff nice love that awesome yeah um i think we're about to hit a 10 minute limit on the zoom so i'll send you another email shortly okay, uh, okay we sure, should have sure. mentioned that pre-recording sorry oh no worries yeah um yeah. now's a good time probably to do some ads so We've got yeah. wild hair. I don't know if we can see that, but it's beard nourishing balm. I use it myself. I won't sponsor people that I don't use myself. Uh, and we've also got some beard oil. Um, nice. So yeah, that's Joanna and Rose. So if you go over to www.wildhairuk.co.uk and use the code BedlamUK, you'll get 15% off your order. And uh, you'll get some really nice beard oil and beard balm in return. So uh, shout out to Ollie at Wild Hair. Uh, getting him on next month. So have a proper chat with him about all that sort of stuff. And not hijack oh, cool. people like Cowboy Coders episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fantastic. Cool. Um, so I'm conscious of time. I think we're about to hit the 10 minute limit. So this is going okay. to be a question that will be a bit time gated. And it's also a question that can probably sure. just go on and on and on. Yeah. So, Sean, what yes, keeps sir. you going as a musical person? What makes you want to keep writing the stuff that you write? And what is your sort of glass ceiling? What is your ideal scenario? Right. Wow. Yeah, you're right. We could probably talk forever <laughs> about that. Uh, I think what, what motivates me and inspires me is just... Um, I'm doing things that I never thought I was capable of doing. Mm. Uh, and so I feel like I'm like kind of reinventing myself, right? Mm. Uh, kind of a later stage in life. And it's like so much fun to like tap back into something I've always been drawn towards. And I feel like there's, I feel like there's several albums inside of me that I want to mm. kind of get out. And so I think, but I do think it's like, it's that personal, like, evolutionary journey of self-discovery if you will where it's just like i can do this there are there are things that i can do that can like elevate my musical abilities from where i think they are to the next level and so like i think that's you know and i'm starting to get more and more into like music theory and getting back to like you know trying to learn more on guitar i w i was a bass player in high school yeah. and i loved it um, but I also loved like the guitar and chord progressions and solos. Solos are like challenging for me, but I want to like, you know, that's kind of like a personal challenge for me. Like I want to be able to, to do some riffs and stuff mm. that are like, are just like amazing and like, will like make people just elevate themselves. And, yeah. and I also think that, that music itself, what I love about music is it's like this powerful art form that can change your state of being in a matter of minutes, you know, yeah. and, and you're, and, and it's a challenging art form too, because you only have 
a couple of minutes to to basically put that message out there and get people into your song right Mm. and so i love i love that aspect of it and i think it's just um the coolest thing to see that you can you can do something that you've always had a love for but never thought it was possible to like yeah get you know put actual original music out there that that has an audience and i think I think Lars has been so inspirational with that too. He's like, there's an audience out there somewhere, mm. right? For almost anything you can think of. And we live on this amazing planet where there's billions of people. Mm. Like you're gonna tap into something that connects with an audience at some level. And I think that's also like the challenges that I'm, I'm also like, how do you find that audience? How do you connect with them? What's the best way to get that connection? Is it, is it online media? Is it touring? Is it, you know, is it going to festivals and and engaging with the with the fans that way? All of those things I just find like fascinating, and I want yeah. to explore them as much as I can. Yeah, I love that. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's really cool to see how you've put IT and music together. It's cool to see yeah, that you've thanks. managed to like marry these two things that you're clearly passionate about. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. Know. No worries, it's all good. Right, I'm going to send you a new email with a new link. Okay. Uh, okay hasn't cool. quite come up ten minutes yet, but I'm cautious that at any moment we'll get into chatting it, and it will come up. It, and then it'll cut us. Yeah. And okay. I'm not paying Zoom. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Down with corporations. I hear I'll drive you. I me hear to you. Make Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right that's it. right i'll send you a new email um guys we're just going to okay. do a quick ad break so we'll speak to you shortly okay sounds good Take care. recording stopped cool i'll be back in two minutes dude all right all right talk to you soon cheers, man cheers what i find as a as a young budding artist if you will like the people that you can bring in to collaborate with you are going to elevate you and make you a better musician just by interacting with people who are who have been there and have gone to that level that you want to reach right so i think for anyone starting out it's almost like you want to surround yourself with the best possible mentors that you can find and they can take you to places you thought you could never go before and so for me i th- that's what i think is the power of musical collaboration is that you're able to leverage the wi- the wisdom and insight of people who have gone before you, and I think that's a powerful, powerful thing to tap into. Yeah. Um, but I I can yeah. see like if you're in a band though, and you're like we are a we are a whatever a punk band or whatever, and we're going to like stay true to our our art form and how mm-hmm. we produce music. I could see how that might be a road that would build an audience that would be more loyal or maybe more you know very but it would be very concentrated and i think it would be limiting in some ways but powerful in others in the sense that if if you can concentrate an audience to like just focus on the music that you bring to the table and you can tap into that mm. i could see i could see why people might be drawn towards it but for me personally i i like i like the the experience itself is more rewarding to me than to, you know, box myself in and say, I'm in fact, if you look at like a lot of, if you look at the album, it's all the genres are kind of all over the place. So I love to explore 
different musical expressions. And yeah. and I think when if you can collaborate with others who are in a different genre, that it's like to me that's powerful stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite Henry Rollins clips on the internet is yeah. he did something called the Henry Rollins Show. Oh um, yeah, and he has a bit of a rant about Iggy Pop selling out uh-huh. by doing car insurance adverts. Oh yeah, and he's like, if you know what Iggy Pop's been through, the amount of shitty shows he's played, and the fact that like sometimes they don't even have a toilet, so they have to like pee on one of the wheels of their vans right. before they go play a right. show. Like pay this yeah. guy triple what Aviva paid them or whatever you know car insurance company yeah. or whatever like that. He's like absolutely like there's no such thing as selling out as long as you own it and you're not trying to like shield right. your way through life. So, but yeah, I just thought yeah. I'd mention that because I absolutely love Henry Rollins. He's one of my um absolute yeah. goals for this. If I could get him on, that would be absolutely. Oh fantastic. yeah, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great if you could get him. Cause yeah, he's he's a definitely a force to be reckoned with in the music world and i love his story too Mm -hmm. like his story about how um you know he was working at a record shop and it was like he he had his big break kind of come up and he was like i I just don't want to fall into the quiet desperation of america or whatever you know like that and, and i think that happens to a lot of people you 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 go through life and if you're not willing to take the chance and take the risk and just yeah. see what happens yeah, you're going to end up in a place where you don't probably don't want to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think he worked for hagen Dars at one point right he spoke to his manager yeah oh that's like, what it was i've been offered this chance to go on tour for six months with a band called black flag and i don't know if i should take it or not and the manager yeah. was like just go like there's nothing yeah. here for you dude like <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> it's a nice green shot yeah yeah but, yeah that's good. It's nice I love to, that um, story. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he gets a lot of letters sent to him saying, "I'm thinking about joining this band, but I want to know what you think." And Henry's always like, "But if you actually genuinely wanted to do it, you wouldn't write to me. Like, you wouldn't yeah. ask for yeah. my validation." So uh, yeah, that's a great point. So I'll clip this and try and get Henry to retweet it or something. And then... yeah, yeah, that would be very cool. Absolutely, be very Let's cool. Awesome. So. The album, is it currently out or is it looming? Is it about to drop or is it? It's already... about to drop. It comes out October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. For those <laughs> who might be watching later, uh, but yeah, it's coming out uh, mid October. So we've got just a few weeks away before it all drops. Um, we do have some things that we've pre released. Uh, so Code Rage, the mm-hmm. single is out. Uh, Cowboy Coding, as you mentioned, is also out as a single. Uh, We've got the video on YouTube for Code Rage. And there's kind of a bonus track uh, that is... It's kind of... It's weird. I forget if it's going to actually be on the album. But it is another single out. It's called Kerncraft 400. And that's the old... It's a remix of the old stadium anthem if you're familiar with that i kind of love the story of that song but yeah yeah, so that's also out yep love that there we go lots to digest people lots of content out there um your youtube video for code rage as well man it's gone mad yeah yeah i can't believe it i can't believe how many views it got (laughs) it kind of surprised me um but yeah it's and it was so much fun to make uh that 
I made it with the director Max uh, Schaff, or yeah, I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, <laughs> he he is a great uh, director. He because we came up, we had a couple of different ideas of what we wanted to do with that uh, video, and one of them was to go into a rage room. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, mm. but it's kind of a new concept that mm. people are going in, and it's like get your get your angst out, you know. Yeah, and we're yeah, like, yeah. well, go in there, and he was like. What if we did it outside? Because then you'd have this beautiful contrast of nature and technology, like the constant battle between Mother Nature yeah. and kind of mankind and our technology. And I think it worked out beautiful. And I had so much fun like doing that video. It was just, I love it when you can find stuff that you're just like, this was like so much fun. I don't care like how yeah. many, but I was glad that it's like, it's been a huge success. Yeah. Like yeah. so many people have watched that and it's just yeah. crazy. It's quite a shareable video as well. Cause of the length, it's not like, yeah, yeah. Dedicate like eight and a half minutes of their time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a perfect little, like check it out. Fantastic. So yeah. I've got some quick fire questions for you. A lot of okay. it is a bit UK centric and I don't know how well it okay. will travel, but we'll try our best. Okay. I'm sure there's we'll a try. US equivalent of some of the things that I ask. Okay. So, have you ever heard of a Kinder Egg? A Kinder Egg? Yeah. No, I have not. So I think Brendan mentioned that there's some sort of um, chocolate egg equivalent in the UK. Uh, in the oh, US, yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's inside of it. Oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Kinder Egg? Yeah, Is that Kinder what it... Egg. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have heard of that. Yeah, it does have a toy. Yep. So, in your opinion, is a Kinder Egg a rubbish bit of chocolate that you would only buy to get to the toy, or right. is it a deliciously chocolate treat that you would? Eat? Yeah, I, I would say it's a toy. For me, yeah. it's a toy. Nice. Yeah, love that. Baby Bell or cheese string or any other cheese product in the U.S. Oh, cheese string, for sure. Cheese string, nice. Yeah. Would you rather camp in a tent or a static caravan for one week? Oh, a tent, for sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Living in a city or living in a countryside? Uh, this is a great one, um, because I'm kind of in between two worlds right now, but I would probably say countryside. Yep. Nice. We'll get back to that in a minute, your location, because I'm fascinated okay. with Puerto Rico. Yeah. Chocolate or sweets? Uh, sweets. Bath or shower? Shower. Mornings yeah. or evenings? Mornings. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mint chocolate yeah. chip or chocolate orange flavor? Oh, oh, mint chocolate chip. Okay. Sure. Favorite animal and favorite animal noise? <laughs> favorite animal is a dolphin. <laughs> okay. And uh, favorite animal noise has got to be uh, probably cat purr. Cat purr, nice. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend would appreciate that answer, so uh, yeah, I might <laughs> actually get her to listen to this. Maybe. I don't know oh, there you go. There you go. Shout out. Um, this is a crazy question. Bear with me. Sure. If you were going to prison, Sean. Yeah. You got paid ten thousand dollars a day to go to prison for twenty-four hours, which isn't too bad. It's a maximum security prison. I can't guarantee your safety. Anything can happen. Would you be willing to go to prison from any time between 24 hours and six months of your life? Wow. And you would receive that money directly into your bank account, tax-free, 
or cash in hand wow. if you prefer. Wow. Yeah, that's that is a tough question. Yeah. Uh <laughs> can can you pull the plug and you said you yeah. could get out whatever you want. Whenever okay, you so want. I would I would at least do it for a day. See yeah. how it goes. <laughs> and see like uh <laughs> See how rough it is in there. Yeah. You know, if you could give them a the Jedi mind trick, crazy eyes, so people nice. leave you alone or something. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe you could hate. Yeah. Feeling that. I love that. Um, yeah. That's all the quick fire questions. Some of them are a bit crazy. So thanks for doing I that. I love it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Puerto Rico. Other yes. than the drastic amount of tax that you don't have to pay, <laughs> yes. what free things. <laughs> makes you excited about where you live and would you ever consider moving yeah absolutely that's that's a great great question yeah i love probably the best thing about puerto rico are the people uh they're amazing down here they're very friendly and warm and inviting and they are festive and they love to have a good time yeah i don't know if you know but uh the pina colada was invented mm. in uh, Puerto Rico, and I was like, "Wow! Anybody who could invent that—they've got to be a fun group of people." Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> it was definitely part of the draw down here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, aside from the occasional hurricane <laughs> that we mm. just had yeah, blow yeah, through yeah. here, uh, the weather is just phenomenal down here, uh, and. You know, you can go out and in the middle of January, in the middle of winter, and be in shorts, go hang out at the beach, you know, and the water's warm. So so that's definitely a, a huge plus. And probably the natural beauty is the other thing that I, I'm constantly blown away. Uh, I also love exploring the island. Uh, there's yeah. so many just breathtaking stunning things you, you go to the rainforest and there's just waterfalls that kind of defy you're like you, you can't even believe you're there you know um and there's these there's these slides you can go down on some of the waterfalls too that are that are quite fascinating so all of those things i love i love living down here just because it's it's this huge adventure that i'm on um i'm, I'm trying to learn spanish as well so that's mm -hmm. like it's like those are the hurdles of like trying to integrate into a place where you're kind of a stranger in a strange land in a lot of ways um because i don't you know because there's definitely some cultural things and the language barrier are definitely challenges uh to overcome but the uh you know i think the people down here make it fun to to learn the language and to interact with them and uh, i just I'm having a ball down here. So I, I really, I really, it was a great decision for me to make. I knew I wanted to make a change from Austin before I came down here. So I was looking at several different places to go to. And, and of course, like you said, the, the tax incentives like piqued my interest. Yeah. I said, well, I gotta, I gotta at least go down there and, tr and try it out and just see if I could see myself living there. Cause that's certainly not a reason just to move there just for taxes, yeah, yeah, you know, but, but once I got down here and I was like, oh, I'm digging this place. I'm digging yeah. the vibe. There's um, there's also a vibrant music scene down here. Re okay. Reggaetron, I don't know if you've ever followed that type of music, but no. Despacito yeah. is a very, very famous song 
from from this area, uh, and they're from Puerto Rico. Luis Fonsi was the the guy who put out Despacito, and I've been to La Factoria. It's a great, fun place, uh, and it, it kind of like it. If you watch that video, that's kind of the vibe of Puerto Rico. Like, there's a fun, festive feel to everything that they do when it comes to like having a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I get a sense of like fiesta, Spain. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, just yeah. The word Spain sometimes makes me think of like parties and drinking yes. and sangria and right, right. sangria. Everything turns upside down. I don't know why that is. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. The whole culture of Spain of like you know you work in the morning, you have a break in the afternoon, and then you do yes. what you want in the evening. Yes. Such a yes. massive culture shock if you haven't been to Spain before. So it is. It is. And that's kind of down here too. It's it definitely has that Spanish feel to it. Yeah. Uh, I, they call it island time down here. Like everything moves at a slower pace. Yeah. So you've got to kind of like adjust to that. If you ever need something done, don't expect it to be done quickly down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why that song Despacito kind of cracks me up too. Yeah. They they'll speak really fast, but do it really slow. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Love that. So. Yeah. Is there any other things that you want to promote? Any other shout-outs that you want to give? Um, what's looking like the next six months for Cowboy Coda? Yeah, yeah, we've got some. So once the album drops, we've got some other things in the works. Uh, I am doing uh, some really cool projects with with MC Lars again. Uh, but there's this... So the next album that we're going to come out, it's going to be kind of an abbreviated album. I think it will breach the threshold of an LP. I think there'll be like seven songs on it. Um, and that's going to be a remix of a lot of, of like OG computer video games. So I don't, I don't know if you would call it chiptune. I know a lot of people use that word, but it's really more like taking some classic uh, computer games like Monty on the Run, which was an old Commodore 64 game, and taking and that composition in there—that's what I love about these old games. Yeah. It's like this was a video game, but this this musical composition is insane. You know, yeah, like yeah. you listen to it, and it's just crazy. So we're we're kind of doing like an EDM remix mm. of okay. these types of songs. So so I'm hoping it can kind of tap into like um, that genre of like Kerncraft 400. Like I'm hoping we can kind of. Because everyone loves that song, and then and that the history of that was it came from an old video game uh, back in the day called Lazy Jones, mm. and so it was an old Commodore sixty four game. Nice. Yeah, you should try and get hold of some of the developers. Yeah, yeah. No, that would be really cool. I don't know if Ron Hubbard is still around, but that guy made some crazy music back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, might not yeah. be applicable, but I've been speaking to the um, the founder of Doom. Really, very about cool. Him on John Marrero. Oh, we'll, that would be we'll that would be that awesome. Come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of video game stuff. It's it's interesting. I was watching on Netflix yesterday. There's a documentary. Uh, it's called Seven Days Out, mm. and they had 
the esports uh, League of Legends. I don't know if you're into that, yeah, but yeah. I, I never knew. I never knew that there was a whole like community out there that was like dedicated to esports, yeah. video game competition. And it was yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. that's that's like really amazing. Hmm. Someone I interviewed quite recently was um, a guy from a band called City of Sounds, Jordan. Shout out. Um, yeah. And he's a um, pioneers esports org creator, and he wow. plays Rocket League professionally. Nice. And, uh, his nice. band gets to play the conventions and um, stuff like that. So I might be able to connect you with him if you want. Oh yeah. yeah all yeah, about that connection. Cool. Like to try. Right. Right. Keep yeah yeah try to spinning around. Right, right. That's a great That's way awesome to about. network. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. MC Larson coming for you. I'm going to be the most network podcaster on the planet, <laughs> there, all right? There you go. On there the you blockchain go. planet. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Um, That's all I've got, really. So okay, thank you so great. much for your time. Yeah, um, thank you for having me on. It's been This has been great. And I appreciate your patience. I know we were scheduled for last week. That's right. I appreciate your flexibility. We had a little a storm one. blow through here, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I thought you'd gone on vacation, but um, I yeah, know I actually lived in Puerto Rico, so. Yeah, actually lived down here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just quickly before we go, uh, Luke uh-huh. from Optimus U, who I'm wearing a shirt for. Oh 60% yeah. Sixty percent off your order if you use the code Last Chance sixty. So, that I think is running until the end of September, which is three days out. So uh, there we go. You've been warned, people. You've got 72 hours to act. Um, so fantastic. Go. And a little announcement before I go for the week is I, as you probably all know, all of you listening to this, I have a favourite band from the UK called In Me. They're my absolute favourite band of all time, and I've been speaking to the singer Dave, and it looks like it might actually happen. So that'll be in about two months. Very cool. Providing everything goes smoothly, obviously. He's going to be on tour, and I'm actually going to go visit him whilst he's on tour. And I am going to fanboy for that entire episode, and it's just going to be such a full circle moment to get him on ABP. So I'm really, really excited for that. But yeah, yeah. awesome. Thank you so much, Sean, for Very your time. Cool. And yes, thank you, sir. And I will be sir. watching your career with great interest. And uh, Thank you very obviously much. when this goes out, we'll share it around. And Mr. Right. MC Lars himself will probably listen to this on repeat because it will give yeah, him that validation yeah. that he's uh, that's right. contributing. That's right. You know, fantastic. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Thank you very much. Cheers, right. guys. And yeah, you take also. care. Absolute Wild hair. Wild hair beard oil and grooming products so i've recently had a change in a sponsor and i am very very proud to announce that this podcast is now sponsored by wild hair so chef from 11 years ago called ollie has decided to go all in on this grooming product got some information here tame that hair with wild hair uk this hampshire based male grooming business is the brainchild of ex-Michelin star chef Ollie Moore. Whether it's a minty fresh beard oil you're after or some citrus and spice nourishing balm, Wild Hair has pretty much all of the profiles covered. 
Ollie has put together his love for the kitchen and beard care in a bottle with an added twist of some heavy metal retro comic book vibes. So if that doesn't grab your attention, then you're clearly looking in the wrong place. We've also got a bit of information about what it actually does for you. We'll make sure that it doesn't burn your face off. It's all CPSR certified and it's just fantastic. Um, I'm offering a 15% discount when using the code Bedlam UK. So that's B E D L A M U K. So shout out to Ollie and tame that hair. Cheers. www.wildhair.co.uk. That's W I L D H A R E.